and welcome to this very... I, I would say it's been a while since we've recorded one, yep. but it's not been one since you, the listener, have heard one, unless I've failed to also edit this one. <laughs> this is Freedom Good Home. My name is Michael Hing. I'm Ben Jenkins, and boy, is that a lot of hubris at the top. <laughs> no doubt you're listening to this on the 30th of July, the very day after we recorded it. Probably um, uh, at 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Or alternatively, you're listening to this in, I don't know, September probably at yep. this point. Uh, a big apologies for not recording many of these, but where Ben, you've been busy, but now you're free. Basically. Well, right. on account of, and many <laughs> listeners have written in about this, your television show got cancelled. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that was if, for those of you who did a concerted letter writing campaign to the ABC to be able to free me up for this <laughs> bullshit. Uh, thank you, uh, I suppose. Uh, one listener wrote in and said that this Freedom Good Home is your is the second best consumer affairs show <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> that is excellent. Should we introduce our guest? We should. First uh, time guest. Yeah, first time guest. Long time friend Hell of yeah. ours. Uh, mm-hmm. We know him from, we've probably known him for about 10 years now, I reckon. Probably. Maybe. Almost. Uh, you would know him as a writer on the Tonightly program. Yep. Uh, he's a stand-up with a special coming soon uh, to the Comedy Store in Sydney. It's Tom Cashman. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, Tom Thanks Cashman. What's up? You're well. Does that mean that this is now the number one consumer affairs? Show? Yeah, and you're you're <laughs> very you lucky to be two, on it. Yeah, now we're number one. Yes. It's been knocked and off the top spot. No, <laughs> I've been an iTunes chart of just consumer yeah. affairs shows. Yes, but a lot has happened because mm. you're right that we recorded one like years ago, essentially, and then yes. only released it recently. But in that time, mm. I'm going to be a dad. That's that's the new thing that's happened. And by the time we release this, you might be a dad. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've said this to you in private, but I'll say it to you in person. Mm-hmm. Um, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, that was very. That was. Uh, yep. Uh, no, it's crazy. Yeah. How? F- I don't. I actually don't know the details. Do you know the details? I don't see Ben that often anymore, Tom. Uh, do you know the details of this? Of his child? Yes. I mean, I put together some of what <laughs> would need to have happened, and I've imagined it, and I've run it around my mind quite a lot, but I didn't get the information from you. It's mainly been devised in my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, we're, we're due in January. We're, we're due in January. Is that, when you say we, is it, mm. do I, am I included in that? You're not, sorry. I'm sorry, because I was looking right at you when I said that, <laughs> but I thought from context, <laughs> you might be able to work out that I wasn't talking... Uh, uh, no, well, me, me, and, me and Anya, uh, well, Anya is, I mean, I'm not... Yeah, you did include yourself there in the classic. <laughs> Do you know that's the first thing, like, one of the first things she said to me? What, what? please? Stop, with stop using the plural. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so you've been, you've been doing that around in her presence. Yeah, that's and she's quite... like, she's like, what are you talking about? That's such like... a fun moment the first time, because I think, you know, a lot of people, um, from my experience, like friends, when they get married, they find like words like husband and wife kind of yeah. strange to use. And I imagine when you, you know, um, mm. your, your wife's pregnant... That first go at being like, we're pregnant yeah. in a social setting, and you look over and see if she's okay with it. Yeah, she wasn't. And you're saying, she looked up, you looked over at that time, and she absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are we, are we nauseous? Are we, like, yeah. No, and, and, uh, and, and fair play to her, I say. Mm. Um, but no, that's, that's, the, that's the thing that's happened since we last spoke, gentle listener. Uh, my uh, experience of this pregnancy has been you posting, um, f- not, not photos, but I guess ultrasounds yeah. of your unborn child. In our group chat. To the group chat, uh, mm. where, where you constantly are referring to your child as froggy for some reason. Well, because he looks like a frog. Right, okay. That's, that's what that is. Okay. I um, mean, give him a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> to be analysed, the selfie culture has gone what, to the point where now you're like two months in or whatever. Already you've got a nickname. Yeah. Like uh, how what are you? What, what, what if oh. the child is born that looks nothing like a frog? Will the nickname remain? Nah, and we put him back until he does. <laughs> that's, my, that's my. There's not enough putting back in in our society. 
<laughs> I reckon if it comes out, you're not having a good time. Give it another crack. That's what, if we got to do another season of The Checkout, that was going to be one of the things we were going to say. If the baby arrives and you're not happy with it, you are in your rights to say, put it back in. Yep, the <laughs> Australian Consumer Law says you can put it back in. If you put it back in. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Um, how are you, Michael Hing? I'm very well. I note that last time we recorded this podcast, I, at the end of the show, plugged my documentary that was coming out called yes. Where Are You Really From? Yes. Uh, but then in the time it took me to edit that podcast, the, it was broad, the, the show was broadcast and the run yep. ended. Yep. So the, the plug One was... One an Emmy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the plug was pointless. Uh, yeah. But since then, uh, the, the second season of it is about to start filming. That's how long it's been. It's been yeah. that long that I've gone through that to the second I'm season. I'm trying to think of a way that we can motivate ourselves to, to edit this. Mm. And I wonder if we both take poison at the end of this episode. <laughs> the, the antidote is... We'll explain what the poison is. Okay, so you tell people <laughs> steps necessary yeah. in order for your lives to be saved. Yeah. And someone needs to take those steps in the next week or so. Yeah. And so it's in your interest. So, yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. suppose you just need to devise what that would look like. Yeah. And in the time that we're working out this poison and antidote, we could probably just edit the fucking podcast. <laughs> Maybe you should tell, pay someone to kill you today <gasps> and then oh. release their name. And then encourage <laughs> the people to stop them. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a revenge scenario. Yeah. Oh, that's good. These are all great ideas. Maybe I'll do, do, do it. To, to, to kill Ben I'll kill both of you okay. in the next week. <laughs> Unless, Unless somebody... <laughs> someone says, hey, don't do that to me. So that's your, that's, the <laughs> that's only all way you have to do to get out of Don't hurt me. Don't come and try and kill me or anything. So if somebody it's... finds you on social media... And says, hey, don't hey, kill them. Don't kill Ben and Then I won't. But I will if no one... Tells me not to. All right, let's, okay. let's give it in two the next let's say two. two let's you're say already two. backing out. How hard is it to edit a fucking podcast? <laughs> okay, no, it's a week. You're going to kill us okay. within the week unless, please do get in touch with Tom if you're listening yep, to this. Just hit and, me up and just be like, even just the word don't <laughs> yeah. would be sufficient. And if you're listening to this in September when we probably put it out, we're dead. Yeah. And Tom might be in jail. And I think this, if we played this in court, I'd, you've agreed to it on some level. And I'm not familiar with crime laws, really, but I think sure. the judge will be sympathetic to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is the very last episode of the podcast. Uh, but it's a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, Ben, you've got a doozy there that you I've want got, to start I've off with. I've got, I've got something to kick us off. I feel like this sits very neatly in the nexus of a lot of the interests of this podcast. Mm. So, this is uh, posted 14 days on Craigslist. Uh, the uh, title reads thusly, Need Actors, and S is in um, brackets, so actor slash actors, uh-huh. um, wedding official, or a I object person <laughs> in Salt Lake City. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> hello, hello. It opens with, <laughs> we are getting married in July. And we are orchestrating a very dot 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 interesting slash uncomfortable wedding. <sighs> now, now this this use of the word we, I know we've already talked about <laughs> it. Yeah, we have. Really I feel like this could be a bit of a Ben Jenkins scenario <laughs> where one person's way more responsible <laughs> for the actor about prank. to take place than the other. Our goal is basically to make every element of it to be unexpected and non-traditional. <sighs> We're also filming it in a mockumentary style. In brackets, think The Office. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Or Parks and Rec. Oh, this is- oh God. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's layers of layers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, as such, we would love a stranger to officiate our ceremony or have someone yell, I object during the ceremony. It right. will be a strange memory that you can tell your children's children. Unlikely. 
Please, only serious inquiries. This is a very serious event. And I only have so much time to review inquiries. Compensation. Generously. In brackets, I need to research what is standard and then exceed There's that. There's no standard <laughs> at all. What are you, you going to research the standard <laughs> I object, man? The, the award rate for wedding ruiner. <laughs> also, those are two very different things to have someone scream yeah. I object. And to, someone officiate the wedding. To, who's just... Yeah. Bad at it because they're off Craigslist. That's the so, joke there. It's well, just an awkward man. Well, see, we know what the I object person's gag basically is. And yep. that's to object. Yeah. But then, but then the follow on, you don't know. Yeah, I object. I used to, I'm in love with them. You need improv chops. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. After, after the I object, you got a yes and you're on offer then. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah. out on your own. You're swimming in the deep end. I object uh, because I need an occupation. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to just go to the crowd. Yeah. Uh, but, but but I think the point you're about to make is what what do they want of the wedding? The, the officiator, the celebrant. Yeah. What are they, do they they go swanning on a unicycle or do goops? I was married by a comedian. Who? who? Julian Morrow, my, my 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 former boss. Was I at your wedding? You were very much at my wedding. Okay. Um, okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I was married by and and, and oh, he, I remember your wedding. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was great. There was a pig. There was a pig at my wedding. Um, Jesus, there's a joke there that I won't do. <laughs> um, but but he. Wait, hang on, why was there a pig? Uh, oh, it was it was at a restaurant that had a pig. Oh great, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. It was a live pig. And a live pig wearing yeah, a little okay. top hat and a cummerbund that the goat that was also there ate. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, the goat ate the. Come Pig's cummerbund, okay. yeah. Great. Jesus. All right, um, I'm surprised you forgot that. <laughs> so, actually, <laughs> tangent here. Tangent here. No, because when Ben said I was married by a comedian, I imagined he got mm. roasted, but I don't remember him getting roasted. Well, this is the thing. Sure. This is the thing. So, like, I got married by my boss because Julian is a fantastic celebrant. And it was part just, of your contract. <laughs> he just he just kind of did it once to marry a friend, and now he, he he's married. A bunch of people have actually been on this podcast before. Yeah. Also, and he the best... replied to the Craigslist ad that you put up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the opposite of that because the reason we got him is because we wanted just like an in and out, bang, you're married, mm. see you later, let's all go look at the pig sort of wedding. That that mm. classic Standard. thing. <laughs> and every other celebrant that we talked to was kind of insulted by that. We were like, we want you to be basically invisible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't want you to do any right. gear. We don't want you to do, like, we They're just like, want you to I've literally... I've got a story about olives. Really? Yeah. They've got egos like that. I yeah, oh, God. Really familiar with Stage time, role. stage time, baby. Oh if you're God. just like, what is the, the legal thing you need to say? Mm. Say that. They'll be like, I just think that this is your special day and you'll want some more. It's like, no, no I... you just think it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> you so... Fucking spotlight seeker. <laughs> <laughs> I know one when I see one. So Julian was great because it's not his job. He doesn't care. Yeah. He just, he, he, uh, he'll just do whatever. He like, gets enough attention from the it, television exactly. and from uh, Twitter and whatnot and from performing. Yeah, so he just, he just turned up, bing, bang, bong, mm-hmm. didn't say that, but yeah, close yeah. enough to, <laughs> and got out. Um, but the thing was, everybody was looking at him to do goofs. Oh, they're like, eh? Yeah. Eh? There was a lot of like faces like, oh, here we bloody go. Oh, were they worried that the, the chase were going to prank you? Yeah, I mean, there was definitely from some relatives. They were like, what is going to happen? Um, so that was kind of like... Did he, he have to Did he have to address that? Did he say it all? He addressed Guys, it. Guys, just so you know, <laughs> this is a... This is this is not being filmed. This is a prank free zone. Yeah. Um, that would start getting laughs though. That's the problem. The more serious you're trying to be. Yeah, he just played yeah. it with a very straight bat, and uh-huh. I think that's how people kind of Right. So it, did you pay him then for it? Because it sounds like he didn't do the job, because what you wanted. <laughs> well that's the thing. So when this, I pay for Julian Morrow to do something, I want him. Well this is the so this is the opposite. Like this is people actually wanting someone who's a who's a goofster to come to their wedding and be a goofster. Okay, here's a question then. Well, all the three of us are professional comedians. Mm-hmm. Tom, would you you, would you take this gig or, or what, like, if, even if it was like 
quite good money, would you take this gig? Or do you feel like it... Because to me, it just feels like bad juju. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't want to be a... You know. For sure. I've been asked to do a few weddings, and I've said no or ignored it. <laughs> um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. By, same by, as no. by friends? Oh, just like... Yeah, just, yep. <laughs> People have proposed to you, and you've been like, I'd, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I just... While I'm sitting there, just stop looking at them. <laughs> And just wait for them to leave. Pull Slowly the go invisible. Cafe that we're our, in. our dear friend, we would love you to MC our wedding. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody said breaking Jack. I think Tom's having a stroke. Um, but you've been asked as like an external hire. Yeah, just comedy. Like getting messages. I think twice, like mm. you know, not heaps, but both times I was yeah, absolutely don't want to do it because I don't want to ruin something. Like if you have a bad gig it's like oh, you've ruined someone's wedding you ruined someone's wedding the stakes like, are so high <laughs> and also like I, did, I don't know them I mean I don't know I, I think it was just a completely different skill isn't I wouldn't know what to do I feel like I, I've done a couple of speeches at weddings mm. family and, and friends and whatnot mm. when I've been in the bridal party and I feel like weddings are like the easiest crowd if you ever. know everyone if, yeah, you if, if you're in because because they're you the, what they're used to is is my dad getting up with a crownie and being like oh g'day everybody and just like bombing yeah, yeah so you yeah. get someone who's like sp- spoken theatrically trained and, yeah <laughs> hey, before, someone who's trodden the boards yep then yep uh, who's can, who's dobbed dabbed the grease paint upon <laughs> their face <laughs> you can i think you can fucking slay but the yeah. problem is that if that 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 requires the goodwill of like oh I yeah. remember Michael when he was five and now he's up in front of the crowd exactly, exactly. that's different too it's just like if you're an external hire yeah. I can't I can't imagine anything worse that's yeah. the trouble as well people I think that happens with corporate events and stuff they see funniness here and they're like oh I would like this vibe in my personal oh, right. little event in my house and, and you're, you're like tri- that's just not how it works <laughs> yeah. I know that I'm going to be up there like standing in a little cart and like oh hello guys <laughs> and I was like who the fuck is this guy I'm like well you go into gear accidentally it would be terrible yeah no that's that's a no for me but that exact awkwardness a la the office might mm. be what this couple wants but it sounds like that couple it wasn't necessarily that they, they were saying they wanted anything particularly to happen from the celebrant. I think they thought the joke was that it was just a random man, which people wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Like the joke is, it's kind of like almost an in-joke. It's like, haha, he's not a real celebrant. Yeah. He's just a guy from oh. Craigslist. Nobody's like consulting the big book of celebrants being like, that no. guy isn't anywhere Exactly. Here. So you just maybe would pick it up from vibe, like, oh, this guy's, yeah. Basically, yeah. just getting someone who's not very good Unless at it. Unless they refuse to brief you at all. And so you're there being like, I'm here to marry your probably uh, uh, Tom and, uh, I don't know, uh, J- Joan. I'm yeah. Like, it's just a random name. Or if they did it in, like, a classic comedy character. Oh, you know Rodney I mean? Dangerfield. Or, if, yeah, or if they turned up uh, doing an Eddie in, Murphy and Raw. Or, yeah, that'd be nice. And, sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you could do it as Arnie. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, all right. Yes. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I'm in. Yeah. I would... Very much get into a wedding where someone from Craigslist was doing a bad Arnie impersonation. He's saying things like, your, your, your days of singleness are terminated. <laughs> That's what I'd like to say in, instead of, you're now married. All right, I'm kind us- of now getting into the comedy of that. I feel like <laughs> having someone really bad and then just looking at, yeah, particularly the family. That this is very important too. <laughs> is, is there another kind of awkwardness though, which, which is not for this, but uh, uh, once I was invited to a friend's 21st. Uh, and was and and then he wasn't a guy I knew very well. He was sort of a guy in one of my uni classes, uni tutorials. And he invited me and what uh, you were just like you'd a, sit a woman, next to him in like fiction film and power or something, basically. And he invited me to his twenty first, but it was me and another and a, and a woman who was in our class, a girl who was in our class. We went along to this twenty first, and yeah. we got there. He 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 texted us on the night. And was like, hey, can you guys make sure you dress up? 
And we're like, oh, sure. He's a fancy rich boy from the North Shore. I don't know. Sure. And when we turned up, he gave, he said, oh, um, if I give you like 150 bucks each, will, will you oh just greet people as they arrive, <gasps> as though they're arriving at the red carpet? And no. we Yeah, and we had no concept that that was what he planned. Like, he hadn't told what us this at all. What are you talking about? So he gave us $150 each. I was like, fuck you, $150. I'll do whatever you want. And right. so we pretended to be like reporters who were interviewing people on the red carpet, asking them. Now, I haven't thought about this in years. You have to brief somebody what? about that. Yeah. It's so mean. You thought he was like, I well, was about to say when you were like, you know, you didn't know him very well. I'm like, he's probably trying to become closer friends with you. Yeah. That's what those events can do. You're- yeah. I guess, I, I guess he kind of thought, because it was a performance studies class. So I think he thought, oh, well, they're into performance studies. They, they can yeah. But so is he. Yeah, but he, it's his 21st. He can't do it, obviously. I'm just I'm wondering if there's like other people from his life, like people he gets like coffee with, like who've turned <laughs> up and he's like, hey guys, thanks so much for coming. So if I give you like 150 bucks, could you reckon you could fight to the death for the amusement of my guests? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just tricking entertainment. <laughs> I was kind of into it, to be honest. I had a fun, fun time. Did you? Got to meet everyone, got to be funny, got to do some bits, got to, got to pretend like I was a... A fashion expert? I think you've probably rationalised that in the back of your mind. I think it was deeply traumatic and, and I don't want to talk about it yeah. anymore. All right. Uh, <laughs> I've gone to, to move us along from. This is taken from Craigslist in Toronto, in the city of Toronto, for sale in the barter section, mm-hmm. which I don't think it's barter because there is a cash offering here. Well, that's a form of barter. And you can see there's a picture there of a hunk. He's a real hunk at the gym. Uh, he's a hunk. Can Very hunky man uh, taking a selfie at the gym with his shirt off and it's entitled... I'm selling my sperm. Aha! Uh-huh. My yeah. jeans are great! All in caps. Mm-hmm. Hello. My, <laughs> my name is Gaz. And as you can see, I'm superior genetically and in incredible shape. Well, can I see that? Like well, from, the, from, from the photo, he's in pretty good shape. Okay. He's well, superior to me. Yes. <laughs> but genetically, I don't know. No. I'm also incredible... <laughs> I'm also incredible intelligence. <laughs> oh, dear. And highest IQ in my school year. I'm selling my sperm for women for $900 per batch. Also accepting other offers. (laughs) Don't waste your time with sperm donor doctor. Message me, yo. 900 bucks for a random man's sperm. How much is a batch? That's what I'm wondering. Well, it's a... I I reckon. Is is it it one one, cum? It's it's one cum, presumably. I would have said cum if you meant cum. That's very expensive. Imagine if that's what uh, Kevin Rudd's $900 handout was (laughs) like. Thank you, Kevin. We all just got one cum's worth of cash. (laughs) Well, how much do you think is in a batch? Because I don't think I could... I was thrown by the price, to be honest. Right. Because I think that in order to... uh, Fall pregnant, you sort of need to do it a couple of times, not to boast. I reckon a batch is, um, <laughs> is, is more, I think, I mean, I don't know anything about how women use a sperm donation, mm. but I'd imagine it's a bit of, like, have get some out and have, have, have it, crack, it yeah. stick it up there, I reckon you'd need <laughs> more. Which, yeah. to be fair to him, it's not that, like, four comes, that's not that much well, harder. I, I mean, look, maybe this is my own naivety here, but I don't think I can do four comes in the time the cum from the first one would still be alive. How do you know how... No, you put it in the fridge or something. It's well, not urgent. Come into he's a not fridge. saying within 24 <laughs> hours. He's, you know... You don't know. He has a week store, to do how it. How do you store... Well, I can tell you how you don't store cum, and that's by coming into a fridge. <laughs> well, you come into a bag in a fridge You don't or just open up the crisper. I don't think it's in a bag. <laughs> I picture it in some sort of, like, glass receptacle. I think come in a bag is... Oh, that's... Now we're talking 100 max. <laughs> do you have to cover it? If you put... If you come into a jar, you put a glad wrap over the top. Yeah, they have... The, they have lit... 
the lid technology to be able to do that. Like that's the sure, least they can do. They put do. a lid on that stuff. But, then, but my point is, then then when you got when then we come, that's for the first come, right? So no, we all agree on how to do the first come in this scenario. Boom, boom. Yeah. In their fridge. Close the fridge, and then yep. you go right. I'm working up to my second one. Yep. So then, do you stand outside the fridge and start jerking off, right? And then open the fridge, or I don't think do time you- is of the essence. <laughs> yeah. I think you can relax. I think you could go to the movies and come back. If it can't, it must be able to be stored for ages. Otherwise, it's useless to, to sell it to someone because then like they'd a, need to do it immediately. But you need a sign. You'd need a proper freezer for that. You can't a just scientific fridge. Yeah, scientific fridge. You, you need a big. Only big fridges can store. Cum. I just don't think you can store cum in just like your regular fridge. Tell you what, you can't do. You can't store it in similar jars to, to <laughs> other because then you've got a bit of a problem on or your hands. You can. <laughs> Every day is a. Campbell. <laughs> Roll that dice. Live. Exactly. Yeah, I think that also this guy is um, offering something that is available for free and not from a stranger. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh right, yes. So do, do, I mean, well, maybe guy... not. I've never I've never looked into into buying cum before. Uh, no, no, no. The... That seems like quite expensive. What's for the hugely rate, expensive. Though, I, don't I don't. I don't really. Know. I was under the impression that it was for free. Cum that you go free. to a sperm in bank. Australia. I think it's illegal to sell your cum. Yeah, it's illegal to sell. Uh, this is this is one of those things I'm going to say, and then you're all going to mock me. I think it's illegal to sell any bodily fluids in Australia. I don't think you're allowed to sell your piss or your cum or your blood. Okay, Tom practiced as a lawyer for a while, so I'll go to Tom on this one. Well, uh, the 1997 Act, <laughs> no piss, shit, or cum selling, did make it clear. Wait, who's buying piss? I don't think that's ever going to be tested because I feel like cum's the only one where this is even an issue. Blood, like you can't. I can't well, go. Blood. You can't buy. You can't buy yeah. blood. You can't buy. Like, it's illegal to buy like someone's corneas or their kidneys or whatever. I thought sperm banks were a thing, though. Yeah, but yeah, well, so I'm talk- it. I don't know. I think it might be free. In America, you can go there and they'll pay you X amount of dollars. For, for- Please write in and let us know. As in, if you mm-hmm. donate cum, you don't get paid? In Australia, you don't. In, okay. in America, though, yeah. they'll give you, 50, I don't know, $50, $25 for some yeah. cum. There's a great scene in Road Trip based on this very premise where they're all very broke and they have to go jerk off. Um, that's yeah, the see, joke. That's in the my whole... head, that has always been an option. An option. If I, oh, you know, you is know that your I mean? safety net, Tom? I'm like, I could drive Uber, and if worst comes to worst, I can sell my cum. That's at least you can't take that away from me. No, I mean, you, you probably could. You should know don't. about the Cum Act. The I'm, Cum Shit and Piss Act. Yeah, if, if, if you're a practicing lawyer in Australia, please let us know if you can. Sell it. I'm pretty sure you can't. This is the sort of thing I would ask of Anya, but like, she's just gotten to the point where, like, <laughs> would you be suspicious about this? Would no, you be like, she... Ben. She I just... know the checkout was cancelled, but surely, <laughs> surely you're not. I think like because Cum is involved in sex, uh, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> I feel like it's not clear exactly where the line would be. So if you give, gave me $100 for like a vial of, of semen, obviously that's selling of Cum. But if you take me on a nice, buy me a nice dinner, uh-huh. and then you, like the traditional oh. way of putting Cum in someone is to have sex with them. So uh-huh. that's not illegal. Right, so you need to paying accept... Paying sex isn't even illegal. In, so in, that's in lots just parts. really yeah. paying for cum, mm-hmm. you know, another way. <laughs> well, you've been listening to Cum Chat. Um, <laughs> uh, Tom, do you have a, do you have an ad you'd like to share with us? I have one to share with the class, that's for sure. Great opening. This one's very concise, this title. just says, Barrel of Hair. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Very no, thank gross. You. And then in brackets, Yipsy, which is <laughs> cute and enthusiastic, um, and I respect it. So it opens... With yo-ho-ho and a barrel of hair. (laughs) I've been collecting strands of hair for a minute now, which is not a very long time. Maybe they're trying to be funny. Again, they're trying to be cute here to kind of ingratiate you with the concept of the barrel To make you forget about the fact that it's a barrel of hair. Yes, which Mm -hmm. is one of the more intimidating things I've ever seen for offer in any... Yeah, I would say that phrase is the anti-cellar door. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) For sure. 
Um, so I've been uh, collecting strands of hair for a minute now, and my landlord says I can't bring it in the house. Great, so it's in the garden. Um, there is a photo of the barrel of hair, and it is outside. It's so. like a forty-gallon drum. It's a pretty big barrel. Ooh. I reckon he's been collecting it for more than a minute. I mean, people say for a minute now. Yeah, that's it, kind of like it, a casual thing. Saying, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Um, can't bring it in the house. So it's just sitting out there. I'm just trying to unload this on anyone that will use it. Some is scalp hair. Some is body hair. <laughs> I didn't separate the types of hair. Why would you? Because then there would be two barrels. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly why. I'm sorry for um, jumping in there. Um, email me, email, I think is what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Email me back to arrange for pickup. Preferably at a public spot, since Craigslist casual encounters can be sketch. Yeah, they can be, can't they? <laughs> You're right about that. Is there a price on this barrel of hair? Can you put a price on a barrel of hair? I would say negative. If you give me $1,000, I'll take it off your hand. We've spoken about this on the podcast before, but hair... Certain types of hair is more valuable than saffron. Yes, well, it's, it's, it's weighted, but I don't think it's. Ba- I don't think it's stored in a barrel generally. Yeah, typically in, speaking, in what context would it be that expensive? For, for wigs. For wigs. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I wore a wig recently. Oh, for, okay. Uh, for a sketch I was doing. Yeah. And uh, the 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 I was told that the wig was worth. Like seven hundred dollars. Oh, it is worth. Wigs are worth so, so much. much it was money. so much money. Why? Everyone. I mean, yeah. There's so much hair. I'm not talking about <laughs> selling them by the fucking barrel. That's a very good point, actually. That well, yeah, because whenever I, because I, I spent a lot of the last five or six years in wigs, um, <laughs> to make to make potent and apparently uh, dispensable points about mm-hmm. consumer affairs. Um, but every single time, the makeup person would be like, "You guard this wig with your life." Yeah, and right. she'd always say, "Because it's made of real hair." And Tom's just made the very good point. Well. So is a lot of things like hair is. I think the reason I've thought about this for ten seconds now uh-huh. <laughs> is I love a theory. There's lots of people with hair, so you'd think. Sure, I'm looking at two right now. Yeah, exactly. Thank you go you. to the hairdresser. There's hair on the ground. They're sweeping it up. They're chucking it out. Yeah, mm. they don't care no. about the hair. But if you want a whole wig, sure, you need to get someone with long hair to fucking cut off their hair, which is hard. To, like, not many people oh, with long hair want to do that. Oh, I see Whereas, what you mean. I don't think you can. This would be good if you could get all the little bits, shorter bits of hair from a hairdresser and like splice them all together. Weave to make them a together. Longer, that'd be great. Well, no, that's not, that's only a specific kind of wig. If I want a Tom Cashman wig, yeah, I just need to get you to shave your head. Totally. But I mean, yeah, okay, so that'd be easy. I reckon the, the longer the hair on the wig, the harder it would be because yeah. you can't sticky tape like one little I don't thing, think they're using small. sticky tape no that's I think what you're right. you yeah. can't do that you can't do it yeah. Yeah. that would be great that would make that would fucking revolutionise the wig industry I think when they <laughs> they could get fuse one the hair and uh-huh. fuse it to the other little bit uh-huh. of hair uh-huh. then because you could you easy. could do what you could do is like you know how you when you're a kid you make uh, like jelly cakes with layers of different types of jelly you could like shave my head mm-hmm. and yeah. use that as the base then we could shave Ben's head and have layers of different hair now that that's it's a party. What you've just described is a party wig. <laughs> no, yeah, but, but that's more like green and blue sure, and yellow. Sure. What this we're talking like is black kind of like and blonde more, and brown. Like, It'd be great. I natural. think it would look terrible. I think it would look very scary. Yeah, yeah, I think it would look like. I don't think he had this hair, but you know the guy at the back of the diner in. Um, it would make you look like someone who sells a barrel of hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did he get that hair from a barrel? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you finish? I thought the guy at the back of the diner of what? In um in Mulholland Drive. Oh, right. Yes, a very upsetting film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um, I think I'm going to pass on, on the this barrel, barrel of hair. Of hair. Well, one of the things I think about with the barrel of hair, though, is that with the barrel of said hair, said mm-hmm. barrel of hair, mm-hmm. it's in a barrel, and what you could do is, a great prank you could do is is wheel that barrel of hair to a, a neighbor's house who you want to prank, sure. maybe a friend's, maybe a podcast co-host's house you want to prank. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you could burn... It- 
the hair uh-huh. in the barrel. Sure. Yep. And it wouldn't, it'd be contained, so it'd be completely safe. Perfect sure. Burning it would moment. stink out, every, you know what I mean? Be real, so just, can you walk yeah. me through in what way this is a prank? Well, no, it's, it's, it's a prank in, the, in like a college. Okay, so you know how normally in your life there's not a big burning barrel of I'd hair. I'd say it's how I usually define. Yeah. And yeah. you know how that's kind of almost an expectation you have about your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what it's, would it's that expectation it's in actually a hilarious how... way is to fucking get a barrel of hair and burn, and burn it. it on your front. The yard. absence yeah. of yeah. a the burning... Least, the, the thing you'd least expect. Well, that's the thing. The absence of a burning barrel of hair is how I tell that I'm not dreaming. <laughs> it's, it's like it, it's my totem. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's, it's my spinning top. We will send you insane to yeah. To burn this barrel. <laughs> That's a bad smell. Yeah. I feel like as well, just the value of a barrel of hair, because we were talking about the hairdresser thing, like it's just not worth much because you could go to any hairdresser on any given day and there'd be like more hair than what he's describing. So uh, yeah. That's very that. true. Can I ask, I may have asked this on the podcast before, do you think, because you know when you're getting a haircut and there's somebody who's like an up and comer hairdresser yeah. who's sweeping up the thing. Like an apprentice or what? Like an apprentice. Yep. Start on the ground, I've, work your way up to the head. <laughs> Is that how you think it works? They haven't cut their hair in six months. Then, That's where you start. And then, I think they do both. No, well, I'm just I've I've seen them sweep it into discrete piles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're taking it home. But I've yeah. never seen what happens after that. Oh, yeah, like, it, yeah. So, is there a bin out the back of every single hairdresser full of human hair? Deals with hair, like a regular. And if so, what day does that get picked up? Do, well, do you, maybe there's. Do you think there'd be a fertilizing use for it? Could you sprinkle it on a garden type thing? I think I all think you'd have then is a hairy weeks. garden. My understanding <laughs> is that hair is dead. Or yeah. they're, because, I mean, not to big myself up, they're uh-huh. fucking cloning me and having sex with my clones out Wh- the back. That would be the ultimate thing to do. Sorry, Helen, what's this, what's this racket here? Well, <laughs> what is the explain. business model of this, <laughs> this okay, enterprise? Yeah, so what you do, okay, this is you start a hairdresser, uh-huh. you market it towards people with sexy people uh-huh. with the best hair, right? Sure. And, 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 and you charge and, lots for the, this haircut. And, and you're saying that you are the target of this ruse? No, I'm. I'm actually. It started. This thought started with me being that. But I, there's sexier people than me. <laughs> that's what I'm starting this business. Would... We need the sexiest. <laughs> okay, sure. And then you take the hair DNA. That's all you need. To, I'm not a scientist, but clone sure. away. Oh right, sure. See, and use then the use hair the as a way to. Mm. To regenerate them, but, and then but if the origi- bam, you got a sex slave on your hands. <laughs> but if the original person doesn't want to have sex with you, th- exactly. That's the then whole- the clone probably won't. <laughs> well, now you've raised a good point there, and I suppose I mean, the question would be when the well. when the clone comes to, what thoughts do they have? I suppose sure. you'd need to get a bit of a Stockholm situation. <laughs> Syndrome situation, you need to teach them about how good and See, sexy you are. It seems to me that you've added an, an unnecessary step if you're just going to kidnap <laughs> someone. Well kidnap the first lesson. But <laughs> you're right. Oh, thanks for talking me into being just kidnapping people without the cloning step. Very that easily, would be very expensive. You'd be right. very easily talked into doing several crimes on this podcast. <laughs> If you don't want me to clone um, anyone and lock them up and make them think Did I'm sexy, then just uh, text me, don't, and I won't do that. Have either. you have you heard that's how they catch serial killers now? They they get hair mm. and, 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 and whatnot from, from the... this. You're looking like this is sceptical, but this is real. Mm. What yeah. they do is... No, I'm sceptical. I don't know what this is. <laughs> you're... Okay. So you get hair from a person who you think is uh, from the crime scene or whatever. Yeah. Right? If you're a cop or a mm-hmm. private detective, some sort mm-hmm. of law, law of enforcement. And you put it in a tube and you send that tube <laughs> no, what are you to, to 23andMe or one of those DNA okay. things. And then they, they do they run a DNA analysis. Because there's nothing on, on 23andMe that says like, oh, this is your own sample, right? Yeah. So you yeah. can just send in anyone. Well, that's, oh. how they, that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. Yeah. And, 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 and what, what and, does that give, give you, the, their race? 
Oh, no, no. It, it gives you all their, their, their profile, basically the hair color and what what like what they like. Oh, doing. really? You yeah, can and, tell that from. But oh. then also, I mean, hair color. You got the hair. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the best example. Then what you can do is you can run it and see who they're related to, and then chat to the people who they're related to. Because if like, hello, because you, yeah, apparently I could be getting this wrong, and the guy with the scary voice from that crime podcast is going to get cross with me. Mm. But if I think with the Golden State Killer, one of their relatives had been like, oh, I want to see if I'm like a little bit Irish or whatever. Oh, no way. That's so they'd uploaded it... themselves to it and they were like, like oh, Whoa. this is Tom's uncle. Tom, uh, yeah. And yeah, so they went so... to that guy and they're like, hey, do you know anybody who you related to that could be the Golden State Killer? And they're yeah. like, oh, absolutely, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So the person has to be on the database as well. They have to. Have well, no, just there. Oh. Just a re- someone related to them has to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. But the, but well, cool. I, I, so I did this years ago, and I get requests from people. I reckon most weeks asking me if they're a long lost relative or something. So the, it's 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 bizarre how like wide the net is. Why did you do twenty three and me? I wanted I did it for a comedy show. Uh, well, no, my parents got it for me for a birthday present. How then, much is it? It's a lot of money. It's isn't like a hundred it? bucks or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, guys, would you like one? Uh, this was sent in by uh, Pippa Campbell. Thank you very much, Pippa. Pippa's no stranger of sending in stuff to us, so thank you, Pippa. Great fan. Thank you. Um, this was taken from, I think this is the first time we've ever taken from this Facebook group. It's from the Chat 10 Looks 3 um, Facebook group, which I believe is Lee Sales and Annabelle Crab's um, podcast. podcast. Now, mm. if that is the case, I do not understand why they've posted this on here, no. but... So, um, and just just to give context to our international listeners, that, that's it's like these are two very well respected broadcast journalists, public media broadcast journalists in Australia. Yeah. So it's like if I don't know um, Ira Glass and Mo- uh, Molly Webster had a podcast. I mean, it's nothing like that, but okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's very serious and kind of you'd think that yeah. this would be a place to discuss yeah. political issues. So so this is someone who's posted on there, and it says. <laughs> Does anyone want a really horrible cat? <laughs> She's an excellent ratter, but dislikes other animals. So ratter, I think... Kills rats, I Or um, confesses crimes to... Sure, the, snitches. The, snitches to the police. On the mafia. So, excellent ratter, but dislikes any other animals, which is problematic, given that we have two dogs and another cat. There may be a beautiful soul in there, but her current living situation has not brought it out. Her name used to be Bridget, but since she's elected to move out to the porch, we call her Porch. Short for <laughs> sure. Short for Porch Monster. All right. She I feel just, like, uh, really, like, if you treat a cat like this, yeah, no wonder they don't want to fucking hang out with you. Yeah, her current living situation, yeah, sounds like it, but she just pops in and out for meals and to hiss at us. Any suggestions on how to deal with her are welcome. Top comment, it's your cat. You have to deal with her behavior. <laughs> you can't just give her away. Well, she, I mean, it's not like she's just letting him... He, he, this person is just letting them roam free. No, but she, she opens with, does anybody want this cat? Mm, and then oh, she okay. closes with, can anybody tell me how to make Sounds my like cat? Sounds like she realized she likes the cat halfway through. Yeah, with all the hissing and... Uh, I think. Do you think a cat would know the difference between being called, say, Bridget and being called Porch Monster? Like they can't understand language. I assume. I don't think they'd be. Their feelings would be hurt. No, but, but it would could, sound different. They'd be, they'd be aggression or something. You'd hear it in the voice. I want. Did Did they name it Bridget? And then decided that this was a. It'd be. It'd be good if the cat changed its own name. <laughs> By deep pole. Like, yeah, when you're like 15, you're like, I don't want to be Michael Hing anymore. <laughs> I'm now going to be Porch Monster, Mum and Dad. That's <laughs> what you could swap with other cats. Or dogs at the park by like getting into their collar. Oh, uh, yeah. Be a way to rename yourself, you know. 
I feel like a lot of this is down on the owner. Mm. You've had several cats in your time, Ben. I've had a couple. Um, have you ever wanted to get rid of one? I um, Our cat has started doing this thing, and it could be because Anya's pregnant, or it could just be because she's um, the cat is awful, um, <laughs> has like taken to making it basically impossible for the two of us to share a bed. Like, the cat gets in between us and, the problem. and then just kind of turns on her side and then just puts her front paws on Anya's back and her back paws on my side and then just stretches out to her sizable length. Oh! She's trying, to, she, she's trying to get you off her bed. Yeah, basically. Right. And have you thought about getting rid of... Uh, the cat? Sasha at all. You're Sasha at all. Kasha, Kasha is Kasha, her name. Uh, I, I don't think that's an option. We we spoke about it this morning. I was like, what are we going to do? And Anya was like, aha, uh-huh, there's something we can do. I'm like, but seriously, we're people. Like, are you all, You're not allowed to drown your own cat, are you? What? That wasn't what I was... I don't, you know, I think, th- no. I know about the RSPCA. The RSPCA, they'd be, they'd be crooked at you, wouldn't they? I don't know what they are. They're an organisation that would be angry at you. At but the but they, they don't have cops, though, do they? <laughs> I don't think so. I like, the RSPCA, if they're mad at you, they can't do anything, can they? I think they? they can take the, I think a lot of rescue uh, dogs and stuff are just dogs. But I think they're given from... to the RSPCA. I think, I think King's right, unfortunately. I think the, the cops can get you for animal cruelty, which, let's be very clear, drowning a cat would 100 PB. Mm. But, I was talking about maybe letting the cat go to Anya's mother's place. Right. Right. No, because... but I feel like killing it is the perfect crime. <laughs> Unless your other cat is a fucking rat. Yeah. Which uh... is in this case. And maybe that's what their real problem is. That could be... Yeah, this could be, this could be like they're trying to just commit a bunch of crimes and this fucking... They want to kill the other cat. Because I had two. This cat's like wearing like and a like a like a button-up yeah. shirt for some reason. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? What are you doing? Never lets you frisk it for wires. Yeah, and like every time you talk, the cat like pads over to you and puts its little chest like really close to you. <laughs> just to just to pick up what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, the most suspicious thing about that is wearing a button-up shirt. Yeah, and, and sure. the constant phone calls to the police. Yeah, that would make me more concerned about that there was a person involved. Buttoning up my cat's yeah, shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would make me less scared of the cat and more wary of other people around me. If you're going to bug a cat... What would you do if you came home one day and your cat was just wearing a shirt? I think I would call the police. <laughs> now I'm the rat. If, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> my cat's wearing a button-up. Terrified. <laughs> this has never happened before. I mean, a year ago he was wearing a top hat, but that was fine. <laughs> this is such a good question, though. If I came home and Kasha was wearing a little short-sleeved button-up shirt. Now, you've arrived with Anya, so the, the, the two yeah. of you well, in the that's house the arrived like, at the same time. Yeah. And both of us were like, we didn't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think actually thinking this through, it would probably destroy our marriage. <laughs> because the other person would think that... Well, because Occam's razor, lie. right? Like, yeah. suggests that the most, the most rational explanation is mm. the other person is lying to you. For sure. Right. That would be a pretty funny to, thing to gaslight your partner about. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, I didn't dress it up. <laughs> <laughs> just refuse to admit it. No, absolutely not. Like, Never seen it before. But you're not concerned. I mean, if it wasn't you, you'd be concerned that it was them. But you're not curious for some reason. So they're like, it was clearly you. You would be very curious about it. Like, who knows with cats? Yeah, you're just like, eh, maybe it just fell into it. There's been a but, run of these going around. But no, yeah. genuinely, if if both Andrew and I were as concerned as each other, mm. and we came home and our cat was in a little shirt, and neither of us copped to it, I think it might destroy our marriage. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't think to ask, I don't know, me or Carlo or someone? If you can't, you can't get into our apartment. Like, now that, oh, sorry, now that I've said this out loud on a podcast, our marriage is ironclad. That's fine, because it'll be you or you or, <laughs> totally, or, or, or some fuckhead listener. Yeah, yeah. Julian Morrow. <laughs> yeah. You've really done a good job of making sure this particular thing doesn't ruin your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you keep saying <laughs> these specific things, maybe one day you'll be impenetrable. Yeah, exactly.
exactly. I but, feel like maybe that's a good thing for a neighbour to do. Sometimes the next door neighbour's dog will be barking, you know, being an annoying pet. Yeah. And you, often the annoyingness is is because they're kind of being too rowdy. Right? Sure. Yeah. And yeah so yeah. what better way to make a like a rowdy pet a bit more formal? Yep. Yep. Than yep. Go over <laughs> and put it in a bit of a bow tie. Put it in some little pants. And it's and like then ah! at the very least maybe the pet is like oh maybe I'm not going to be such a disturbance. <laughs> yeah. But at the very least you will fuck with the owners that aren't managing their pets properly and they'll be freaked out. That's a fun thing. Can someone do this if their pet's sitting next? Uh, and let us know. Um, dress the animal up um, for when the person comes home. And then when the person comes home and they're like, ha-ha, um, thanks for the claim that you didn't do it. Yeah, just be like, what? No, that, that, I feel she, like in that scenario, it was clearly like, you. No, I feel like, I, I, no, when I went to feed kitten, yeah. the mittens. And when I, got here, when I got here on Wednesday, she was already like this. Yeah. That's the trouble with stuff like that, in that it, weird little things like that is, is what... It's likely that it's someone in your life doing a joke, but it is what people do in movies before they kill you. Like, just some little <laughs> crazy thing that makes you... Dress your set up. Yeah. Like yeah. A, that would be a great thing for a serial killer to do. Oh, my word. Michael Hing, do you have one? Yes. Uh, this has been sent in by Holly. Uh, thank you, Holly. Uh, frequent contributor to the podcast. Uh, this is taken from a Is she, is she just like Madonna or... Oh, Holly Karras. Sorry. Okay. Um, uh, she, she, she's crossed out the particular group she got this from. Uh, but it's been posted by someone called Beans. Let us assume it was Chat 10 Looks 3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's a buy, swap, sell type thing on Facebook. And the title is, I'm single and lonely, just want to give up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh my. I can't find any single females nowhere. Now, I will say that it's important that every single one of these words is capitalised... Uh, oh, like it's a song title? Yeah, like it's a song title. Yeah, like a book title. Yeah. I can't find any single females nowhere. I just want to give up. I tried many dating websites. Some cost money, some just no luck. I wish I find my hearted, amazing female on here, or whatever it comes to. I don't care what people think of me, because I'm open-minded, so back off, leave me alone. <laughs> well... Hang on. I'm getting a sense of the um, <laughs> the problem. Yep. What could be a bit of an issue. I hate being heartbroken. It's just not fun for someone heart get rip in half and step on like a carpet. <laughs> I'm just I'm just want an amazing, beautiful sweetheart out there that honest with me and honest to her. Good luck for me again, I guess you can say. <laughs> You could, yep. Ages twenty through twenty three, ages twenty through twenty nine only. Oh. <laughs> it has received thirteen reactions. Um, the the most the most pr- pr- prominent one is the laughing one. <laughs> People just openly mocking this person. Uh, then the thumbs up, and then the sad emoji as well has been offered. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, appropriate. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of these are kind of presumably in marketplaces of some kind, but yeah. absolutely nothing to do with any sort of marketplace. It's mainly venting. Yeah. Yes. By the yeah. way, this was the this was. Uh, yeah. Chat 10 looks three, to go back to the last one, presumably the, the purpose of this Facebook group is to be like, I love this podcast. Yeah, I love this podcast. I like the, I like the episode with, with yeah. the, the Hing and Ben were Not on. I have an awful snitch cat. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like to know, mm-hmm. I feel like she's probably, you know, justifiably doesn't want to give away the, the name of this group in case it gets swamped by our fans. Sure. But I, w- I do think it's crucial to know where this person's posting. Totally. I mean, yeah. it could be in the group for... Saying insecure stuff and venting so, about how yeah. no one loves you, group. In which case, which spot on, man. Absolutely nailed it. So, from the photo of of this person, they look like a, a gentleman, mm-hmm. a gentleman who's after a single female. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the Facebook is quite long. I think it's a buy swap sell kind of 
Yeah, uh, so it's getting... below like selling my ping pong table. Yeah, it's it's, and... it's like hey, I'm trying to get rid of a fridge. Hey, can you pick up this lounge? Does hey, it... yeah, here's maybe an insane... that's the right way to go because I feel like we've all got you know. I was going to say demons. I don't know if we've all got demons. You know, sometimes you feel emotional sure. pain sure. in your life for different reasons. Vent. And you want to, and, and you know, who do you go to? Maybe you see a therapist, you yeah. talk to your friends. Yeah, but I just do stand up anymore you, about it. Yeah, but you, sometimes you don't want to, you know, bother people in your life. And so what sure. better place to kind of get that out? They're like a buy swap sell. Yeah, buy swap sell. They, they don't, they're going to have a bit of a laugh. They're clearly enjoying it. And you've got it off your chest. And maybe, just maybe, a lovely lady well, has I a suppose, look, yeah. likes your vibe. From mm. his angle, as he says, Very little he's, risk. He's, he's done the, the dating app, some paid, some not. They've bought no fruit at all. Yep. So he's not losing anything by going somewhere that almost definitely also won't. It's the scattergun approach. Exactly. I respect it. I've, I've been single for long periods in my life, mm-hmm. and I've always, I've, like, when it's cut, this sentence is, is the one that really gets to me. I don't care what people think of me because I'm open-minded, so back off, leave me <laughs> It's just like... Do you think you might have gotten to the root of his problem? It, it, just, it just seems to me, if, you, if you're struggling to find love... Mm-hmm. And it's been a persistent problem. Mm-hmm. You are the commonality in all of those interactions. Oh, right, sure. And and, and for, for me, uh, for, I, I'm just talking from my personal experience. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. times when I've been single for long periods of time. It's like, oh, Michael, why are you so lonely all the time? Is it because you spent 45 hours this week playing StarCraft? Like, and you've not actually tried to make sure. yourself better, put yourself. You know what I mean? So you think this person needs to self improve? I think this. Per- well, no, I, I think that is very clear. <laughs> <laughs> from the past. I think this person could do with some improvement. I think this person kind of is just. I don't think. I don't think you have to like. I think it's an attitude, right? I think you need to be like, oh, maybe it's not that everyone hates me. Maybe it's just that I'm not. I'm not putting my best foot forward, right? Yeah. Because because it, when you start dating someone, you're so polite. You're sane. Yeah. You're just. You're so lovely. You share yeah. food for some reason. And you're in a long term relationship. How long did that take to sort of melt away? I don't oh. think he said it ever did melt away. I, yeah, I, I think, I, th- I think, I mean, I think I'm particularly prudish about these kind of things. Not prudish is the right, isn't the right word. I'm particularly formal about these kind of things. Like I still, I still don't fart in front of hum and stuff like that. You know, really? Yeah. And I, I, I that's I, the line. I, yeah. Well, that, that kind of stuff. Like I'm still very. Uh, what do you do if you need to fart? I ask her to leave the room. <laughs> you get in the car. You drive to the train station. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a man at the railroad you, tracks. You fart in a problem. safety deposit box that you have for this purpose. I fart into a fridge, into a jar in the fridge. Uh huh. No, um, no, like, yeah, can you sell a fart? Ooh, it's Ooh, not part of me anymore. I think we've I mean? covered this on this very podcast. To people okay. have sold. I think. I think. Awful farts. I, I wonder. If, I wonder if. Yeah, because it's it's like Sue the, me. It's like the 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 cum. A conundrum. The conundrum. <laughs> the cum conundrum. Maybe that's also known as the riddle of the sphinx. <laughs> Maybe that's the way you can sell. So let's assume that you can sell fart because it's like a, yeah. the nature of it is that it's gas, so it's less. Well, you, no, it's, it's like maybe I, that's I, how maybe you, I couldn't sell you. Have you have to boil cum and then get, catch the steam, sell that, and then they put it but back. Maybe in I that. couldn't that's... sell you a fart, but I, as a service, you could pay me to fart on you. Well, this is back to the service. This is what being I mean. It's the, the service as yeah. opposed to the. This feels like also one of those things that one would garner GST and the other wouldn't. <laughs> 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 this is John Houston's birthday cake all over again. It's like, oh well, if you, if if the fart is delivered by a person, technically, yeah. Oh, my word. Mm. Um, do you want another one for us, Tom? I do. Take us home, baby. Um, so this one, I think, has been sent in by Bree VC. Thank you, Bree. Is that right? Yes. Thank you, Bree. And it's been posted by uh, someone called Tammy on, I think it's like, yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Mm. PlayStation 4. 
$350, Riverstone, New South Wales. It's kind of cheap, isn't for it? For sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a good price for a PS4. Yeah. One cunt of a PS4. <laughs> Six months old, excellent condition. <laughs> no controllers with PS4 because my sons are ungrateful fucks who smash them when they lose a round of Fortnite. Selling due to the fact my kids have become complete and utter self-entitled introverted assholes who don't sleep, don't clean, barely shower, and abuse their friends, family, and complete strangers. Also, two sons, free with PS4. Ooh. <laughs> Got him. Also, the photo of the PS4 is just... A PS4. Absolutely no effort. That's what a PS4 looks like. It's just thrust on the ground. Now. Probably in anger. Do you think... Obviously, the last thing, that's a joke from a busy mum. Yes. yes. That's fine. Do you think, though, that she's actually selling it? Or do you think she's put it up and then shown it to little Bonathan and Conathan and said, Oh, beware. it does feel like a threat. It feels However, like you'd but- like to think if it was purely for leverage against your children, the word cunt wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, show wouldn't be them. involved in... <laughs> in which case, who is, it, who is this performative for, then? Is it for the partner? Is it for the other parent? Well, no, that's why I think it actually might be. She might just be selling it. Yeah. Because I, I think if you are, if if if, if you're tra- if you and I were raising a child, baby, sure. for example, yeah. and I was being quite hard on them, and you were being quite leaning on them, sure. good cop bad cop scenario, yep. and I was trying to bring you around to my way of thinking, and you did that, I would I, I would think about posting something like this, being like our children are little cunts, yep. and you have to pull your weight and discipline oh, so them. This is directed at me. Well, I'm, and yeah. I would say to that, this makes you seem insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not good for you. I feel like also perhaps it could just be emotional leverage trying to get someone to buy it because what essentially she's got she's got a ps4 with no controllers like that's not great yeah that, oh, that's, see, why that's it's so cheap that's a good bucks. point yeah. like so she's trying to get Old a bit of she's adding a story to it card and then that explains why there's no controllers because otherwise you'd be like why is there no control yeah. yeah i'll just buy one with controllers totally and, so but this really is you're right quite savvy because it's also a conversation piece and that's in some ways what people want they yeah. want to be like and you get lost in it yeah the other possibility which i think has kind of been an underlying thing Across all of these, maybe I'm too sexually minded, but potentially not the barrel of hair one. But I think all a lot of people posting mm. on social media of any kind, I kind of just want someone to message them and fuck them. <laughs> I think I, on no, some no, level, that's interesting. Because, trying to just elicit horny responses because I didn't, I didn't detect an ounce of horniness in this. I detected uh, a lot of rage. I feel like it just it could be a happy number two reason to post <laughs> in a public forum. Like, the emotional venting. I feel like people kind of want to be hit up about that but who's and have gonna, a who's gonna read? Like, who's going to read this and be like, oh, you think your children are cunts? A, and a you've dad, who understands? And, and then who's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm horny for that? Like, I don't know that that's... Yeah. Is, yeah, people going to be horny for that? Also, I should yeah, say... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely somebody's thing. I should say that Bree sent this in, but she, she says that her boyfriend Marco actually found it. And she said that we should credit him as well, because otherwise... Nice try. No credit to Marco. (laughs) Sucked in, Marco. Fuck you, Marco. Um, Brie forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom, you have a couple of shows coming up. Yeah. I mean, I've got, yeah, one, the main one. I'm doing a solo show at the Comedy Store on August 9th. August 9th? So that's another reason to put it up in the next two weeks. It's true. That's kind of of cool. Have you done one of these before? No, never. It's kind of cool, right? So this is your show that you did in Sydney, Melbourne, different comedy festivals and whatnot. Mm. In Perth and Adelaide. Perth and Adelaide, yeah. So so at this point, how many times have you done the show? Like 50 times? Something like that? Yeah, more, probably. I've been doing it for two years now. But yeah, I thought after uh, doing it in the other cities, do it one more time. Yeah. Because it's a fun room mm-hmm. as well. It's a great room. Maybe mm-hmm. the best room in the country. I reckon. 
And yeah, it's, looking forward to it. Uh, is, is it Saturday night, Friday night? What are you doing? Thursday. Thursday Ooh, night. Oh, witching hour. Thursday. Nice. Yeah. Not competing with that uh, that sport and whatnot. Exactly. <laughs> yep, that's so, so that's at the store, and you can go to the store's website and uh, and, and, and book your little ticky-dickies there. Oh, yeah, 20 bucks. What? Nice. And if people would like you uh, to contact you on social media to, to tell you not to kill us. Yeah, okay, which you should do. Well, depending on where you stand, I suppose. Yeah, As a listener, yeah, this could what, what, be an opportunity. What, what, if, what if people only get in touch with you to tell you to kill us, to encourage you to do it? Then I well, will they've gone you. overboard because if they want it to happen, they just don't say anything at all. Right, I True. see. They're, yeah. they're yeah. gilding the murder lily. <laughs> but then that would just show that they're very keen yeah, to kill you. Yeah, that might motivate you further. Yeah, it's similar to, I think, you know, when they do competitions on the radio and they'll be like, we're going to give $2,000 to this woman who's you know got a child with cancer mm. unless someone calls in the next minute Oh, and um, wants it and then they give it to them. If, if what is this? this? No. Like awful thing they do on like um, commercial, radio. commercial radio. Really? And often what will happen is people call up and they'll be like, I, I don't want the money. I'm just calling to block the line so this person um, with the oh. kid with cancer gets the money and then eventually someone's like, oh yeah, I'd like it. But maybe that's wow. what... The reverse of that, people getting in touch with me being like, absolutely do kill them. I'm just trying to <laughs> divert your attention from messages you might be getting saying, don't kill them because I want them dead so much. So if is I get it... enough of those, maybe I'll, I don't kill them, will be lost. Am I, this am is I no, this cannot be a poll. So this, like, this can't be a poll, but it's just if, you, if I get enough saying do, I might miss the one that says don't. That's all I'm saying. Why don't we blocked? Oh, Ben, what do you got coming up soon that you want to uh, let people know about? Um, I got a baby that drops in uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, ge- around January 13th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so check that out when it comes out. Mm. Um, hey, I asked you about this, but you never responded to it. Mm-hmm. If I'm referring uh, to pregnant people as Prego Magego, that's cool, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, why don't you try... Super Prego Magego. Why don't you... It's very uh, Prego Magego. Why don't you try it with Anya? Oh, maybe, I think she's not like it. <laughs> Prego Magego, because it looks like a frog. Yeah, ah, there you go. Very reptilian. Um, Hing, do you have anything coming up? Uh, you're, yeah, I'm, I'm just kicking heaps. I'm trying to write new stuff. Mm-hmm. But I uh, would, if, if you'd like to watch the doco, it's still on SBS On Demand. Oh, great. It's called Where Are You Really From? Uh, every little bit helps at this point. Yeah. Um, and while you're on STS on demand, Killing Eve is all up there. Okay, but don't... And it's, yeah, but and it's a lot of fun. Oh, actually, no, it's on iView. Never mind. So just, <laughs> ig- just, just, just ignore SPS on demand entirely is my... Is my and um, if you're thinking about, you know, maybe getting into um, Ben's child, my auntie is also having a child. So just since oh. we're mentioning other relevant oh. things... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no in to get in front of the other person's plug. I've yeah. known some other babies too. So maybe... <laughs> Into those. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you'd like making love at midnight in the dunes on the cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.